the um, the koyach, the power, the strength of one person is something that's hard to describe. The koyach of a Jew, the power of one person to change his life, which is the purpose of being in this world. It's one of the reasons we give a bris on the eighth day, just when a child is born, we're already fixing him. We're already telling him that you gotta, you gotta change. You can't be, you can't be satisfied with what you are. Eight days old, we already tell the little kid that you gotta make changes. The tzaddikim have told us and tell us and continue to teach us that we're put in this world to grow and to get out of our comfort zone, to get uncomfortable, to push yourself. Every person who came to this yeshiva, every person who came to this yeshiva who was zoiche, who was zoiche, who was blessed to be in this yeshiva, is here for one purpose and one purpose only. And it might not be a good motto to say. It might not be attractive to say what I'm going to say right now, but I don't really care. Because I'm not trying to be attractive. I'm trying to share with you the truth. And the truth is, is that you're here for one purpose. And that is to become a little bit uncomfortable. Not to be comfortable. It's not about being comfortable. It's about pushing yourself beyond the limits of who you are. The world that we all come from, including myself, is has brainwashed every person in this room. I, say, I, I can't say every person in this base medrash, but I would say most people in this base medrash have been brainwashed, myself included, that it's about comfort. It's about, especially now, the more the more the more fresh generation, which is getting wackoer and wackoer, is is be yourself, be yourself. The irony of that, it's not a conversation for now, the irony of that is you don't you can't even call yourself a boy or a girl anymore, but you're supposed to be yourself. But I'm not gonna get into that conversation. It just shows that it's a it's a lie. Be yourself. Don't be yourself. Don't be yourself, they're telling you. They're lying to you. Over here you're gonna hear the truth. Over here you're gonna hear the truth, and the truth hurts. It hurts to hear the truth, and it hurts to hear that it's not about being comfortable. It's not about being validated. There will be a lot of validation in this yeshiva. We're, we're from the validator kings of, of the planet yeshivas in the world. Baruch Hashem. So I'm not worried about the, all the validation. But one thing that is many times overlooked is the pushing and pushing and pushing to be better, to be more to be demanding of yourself. I'm going to start with one quote from one of the tzaddikim that is one of my favorite quotes. I, 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 I like to quote it at least once a week, every other week. Not that I have a chart that I quote it. It just naturally comes out of me. 
because I try and live by this, that leaders create followers. Leaders create followers. Great leaders create leaders. This yeshiva has no interest in creating followers. We're interested in helping for you to become a leader yourself. And that takes hard work to be a leader. It's easy to be a follower. It's hard to be a leader. It's hard to be a great leader. It's easier to create followers than it is to create leaders. I don't know if I could call myself a leader. I'll be able to tell, tell after 120 or whenever it is if I was a great leader. I'm hoping to be a great leader that I can help create leaders. I'm trying to create myself. I'll be the first one who I'm trying to lead. I'm having trouble with that, leading myself. But the motto that I put on the top of my notes is great leaders create followers. Great leaders create leaders. That's what this yeshiva is about. This yeshiva is about creating and helping that every person here is pushing beyond his limits. Pushing beyond your limits. Not beyond your roommate's limits. Not beyond anybody else's limits, but your limits. And not being status quo. And yes, we love therapists and we love emotional health it's a strength of ours. We love everyone dealing with the trauma and dealing with all the issues. We're king, could be king at that. I don't like to say Gaiva Hashem Shalom. But we're definitely from the top to help guys get in touch with who they are and all the trauma. And we will do that. But no, it comes with that. And the only way to deal with that is also the aspect of pushing yourself and pushing yourself. I see too many guys. We've seen too many guys, they live in their trauma. They live in the emotion. And they don't push themselves. I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anyone be successful. Never, never, never. Never saw anyone who's, who's successful in dealing with all their emotional trauma who's not hard on himself and pushes himself and demands from himself. And I've never seen a guy who demands and demands and demands who doesn't get in touch with his emotional stuff as being successful either. So both sides are okay. Over here, we're looking for shlamus. Over here, we're looking for the gold. Not for the silver, not for the bronze, for the gold. So that's number one. Number two, and this is all under the category, I'm just sharing some of the missions of this yeshiva, that we all know that we're on the same page. We all know that we're talking the same language. So that's the first conversation that we're having. That's what this yeshiva stands on. Number two, to be honest with yourself and to be honest with other people. That's one of the hardest things that exists. The signature of Hashem is emes. To be honest with yourself. To know what you struggle with. To know what you have to work on. Not what somebody else has to work on. To know what you have to work on. What your weaknesses are. What your strengths are. To be honest with other people. To have your friends, the group of people you're hanging around with, are people who are honest with where they're headed in life and what life is about. And I can't emphasize this enough. You're not too young to start with everything that I'm saying. Because you got to get a head start. You get a head start in your life. 
You don't have another year. To, you don't know how many years you have. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Nobody here knows what tomorrow brings. But to be honest with where you're headed in life, who you are, and Baruch Hashem, this is a yeshiva where nobody, nobody, nobody will be embarrassed to say this is where I'm holding and this is what I need and this is what I'm building. Nobody. This is what Baruch Hashem, it's, a, it's one of the brachas of this yeshiva. No one's embarrassed. They oh, I'm struggling with this. Who doesn't struggle? We all struggle. We all struggle. But to be honest with who you are, with where you're at, to be honest with the people who you're with, that's number two. Number three, and Amir Tashem, today we're starting 550. We start with the Chavetz Chaim. We don't speak Lashon Har in this yeshiva. This is not a yeshiva where it's cool to speak about other people. We don't speak about other people. Sometimes people slip up. We're human. It's not, it's not, we don't talk. Amir Tashem, you'll see, you'll come. We learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. It's not a extra, it's not a, a luxurious thing. It's not a nice thing. It's a foundation of being a Jew. We don't speak about other people. And if you don't have friends because of that, God bless you. You'll have more friends than anybody in the world if you don't speak about other people. I promise you that. We don't speak Lashon Hara. We learn Hilchas Lashon Hara. We'll talk about different ways in the dining room. I know that's something we've, we've always spoken about during lunch, during breakfast, supper time. I don't know how it's implemented, but it's, but it's very, very, this yeshiva doesn't, and Baruch Hashem, we've had it. I, I remember hearing from one guy once, he says, oh, I heard in that yeshiva, oh yeah, I heard you guys don't speak Lashon Hara. Exactly, exactly. We don't speak Lashon Hara, we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. That's number three. Number four, our focus, as one of the lines that Baruch Hashem, I was Zoha, Binyamin Berkowitz, I think, those who know him, gets the credit for this. So I remember I was looking at him, he was a real built, Right, Baruch Hashem, we're building, um, we're building a, a gym, a workout room, and one of my but I want to clap for this next thing I'm going to say also, even though I just ruined it. But it's okay. I'll, I'll get the clap again. Exactly. I love the workout. Workout, workout. I love when I see a guy who's worked out. But honestly. Right, we had um, one of our alumni, you know that, one, I could show anyone the picture, one of our alumni uh, um, from the founders of the yeshiva, right, Aaron uh, Cy Weinstein, won, I don't know exactly what the thing is, but he won, him and Yoshua Benelli, uh, very proud, one of them won first place in one of these workout things, like, an inter, like a national American massive, uh, you saw the pictures? Bodybuilding competition. So we love encourage working out. I don't have to talk to you guys about working out. But ready for this, guys? I'll say it in, in a nice way. I'm very impressed with working out. Get ready. I'm very, I'm very impressed with working out to the point that we're building a, 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 a beautiful, beautiful building to work out. I'm very impressed. But I'm more impressed with somebody who works in. Not impressed with the guy who works out, but, but some, I, I'm, I definitely am impressed. I, I, I am, but but that doesn't that doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. 
And you know what actually your Truvinelli told me? He says, I'll give you permission to say it. He trained for, uh, could be a year. You know what he told me? Listen to this, what he told me. He says, Rebbe, I want to tell you something. When I was training, while I was working out bodybuilding, a bodybuilding competition, you know what he told me? You know what they tell you? Ready for this, everybody? They said, don't look at anybody else. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because that'll mess you up. You only look in the mirror and you look at yourself because the second you start looking at somebody else, you ain't going to win. And that's only working out, guys. Could you imagine when it comes to working in? Lechaim is right. Number five. Number five. And this is really number one, and this is really number ten, and this is really number two, and this is really number three, and this is everything. Torah, 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 Torah. And you're going to hear that all the time. Because that, if we were a chas a Christian yeshiva, I wouldn't say that. If we were a Islam, a Muslim yeshiva, I don't know if they have Christian or Muslim yeshiva, but you guys get, get my point. I wouldn't say that. We are Jewish. We are Orthodox Jews. This is an Orthodox yeshiva. We're a proud Torahic Yerushamayim. That is Kihem Chayenu. I didn't make this up. You've heard this all at Harsinai together. You heard this in your mother's womb. You've heard this your whole life. Your neshama will scream it, whether you like it or you don't like it. Tough noogies, you'll figure that out in therapy and trauma, or maybe by being in the base medrash and learning. Because Torah, Torah, the Bible, everything over here. I mean, there are there is a section of some self-help, so I'm not including that. Everything <laughs> over here. Everything over here. Every, see, right? We even have a section on that. Okay, good. I'll have to, I hope I won't have to uh, go to Gehenna for that. But the bottom line is what? Torah, 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 Torah. That is what we live by. That is what we do. And that's where it's at. That's number five. Number six. Like I said yesterday, there are two das. There's also learning yourself and knowing yourself. You have to learn Torah. You have to know Torah. And by the way, for all those who get, who, when I said Torah, I didn't say learning Gemara. I didn't say learning Gemara. So anyone who wants to escape that by saying, oh, but I don't like Gemara. Anyone can find me any piece of Torah that they could tell me that they don't like. It's, not, it's a lot. You're lying to yourself. That was number one. Number two, be honest with yourself. You're lying to yourself. I'm not, I don't even know everybody here well enough to say that, but I know the truth enough to say that you are a liar if you're telling yourself you're not connected to Torah. It's impossible. It's impossible. It means you didn't find the right v'sein chalkeinu v'soyrah secha. It means you didn't find your niche yet, and this is where you're going to find your niche. This is where you're going to get your niche. And then there's learning yourself. Learning ourselves, knowing ourselves. This is one and the same. Knowing yourself, getting to know yourself, learning about yourself, which we'll talk more and more. And I want to say, Amamish, I, 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 you can ask anyone who's been here. Many of you have listened to the shurim. I encourage everyone. I encourage, I can't even tell you, every day, Be'ez Hashem at 5.50, these are the things we're going to be talking about more open. Now I'm just more talking myself. To talk more, to grow together. Number six, number seven, 
sorry, I, my numbers are out of order. Number seven, respecting people, respecting things, respecting everyone. That's one of the foundations of this yeshiva, respecting property, respecting noise. It's not about, oh, are we allowed to make noise at 2 o'clock in the morning? Are people, they're neighbors. There's a community. They're people. It's common decency. There's, there's, there's toilets. I'm sorry to talk about this, but I'm, but I'm going to talk about it because we have to talk about it. I hate talking about this in the base medrash, but I also love talking about it because it needs to be spoken about. Baruch Hashem, we have people who clean. I'm saying, when you go to the bathroom, we're, we're, all, we're all men here. You go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. I know this is so simple, but it's so... I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more open. I love... This, this is going to be a crazy thing you're going to hear from me. I love when I go into a bathroom. This is going to sound very weird. I used to hate it, but now I... I well, I, I'm not going to... I'll be honest. I don't know if I love it, but I, but I, I like it a little bit. I like a little bit when I walk into a bathroom, and there is part in my how to say it. There's, there's, there's a fish on the seat, a little bit. Why do I love that? I used to hate it. Why do I not love it? I like it a little bit. I'll tell you why I like it a little bit. Here, here it is. This is why. Listen to the depth of it. Who? Listen to the depth of this. Why I like it. The reason I like it. Is because is because when I walk out, I can't leave the the part, and I'm saying it, the base measures, the tzaddikim here, all that. Because piss on this, if I walk out to the guy who comes, even if it's in the airport, even if it's wherever it is, I'm walking out. Someone's walking in. I don't want to have to say to the guy that wasn't me. I don't want to do that, <laughs> right? So what do I do? And there's a recent thing. I used to walk out. And go to a clean bathroom. But sometimes it is what it is. I fly a lot. I'm on the airplane a lot. So what do I do? Ready for this, guys? What do I do? I clean it up. So the first time I was like, ugh, this is gross. But then it hit me. I said, you know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? I want to be a guy who cleans up a mess. I don't want to be leaving a mess. That's the guy I want to be. That, whoever that guy pissed on the seat. You know what he's doing? That's a metaphor for his life. Because I guarantee that's the least of his problems, is that he pisses on the seat. Pardon for the way I'm saying it. But you know I'm right. Because if you can leave something on, on the seat, you can do other things and have other people clean up your mess. I ain't having anybody clean up my mess. I'll clean up my mess, and if I have to clean up your mess, I don't want to clean up your mess. But if I have to clean up your mess, I'll clean up your mess. But no one's cleaning up my mess. And in a nutshell, I don't even want to say the word respect, 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 because even that word is out the window already. Respect, you have to respect, you have to respect, right? Uh, Karasteer, the, 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 that whole thing. It's all hachanas for Karasteer. Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine. we got to get back to the Ukraine. And I and, and by the way, I need that. I mean what I'm saying metaphorically, and I mean what I'm saying practically. I mean it metaphorically, and I mean it practically, because you guys are roomy, 
with five other people, six other people, three other people. I went somewhere recently with a few guys, and they were in a place where there were two, three guys in the sink. And I went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom, and, and it, was, it was a mess. And I came out, and I said, guys, you guys are all guilty. I said, that is, that is, that's not cool. And if you can handle that in your room, you got, we could talk, we could schmooze about this during the Sizzusharam, or we could schmooze about this, that's on you as well. If you can handle that, that, that you're the wiper. Now, I can't deal with that myself. I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, we're in a public place. Okay, we'll move weiter. Everyone got my point. Halacha, there's a Shulchan Aruch. There's a Shulchan Aruch, like I said. This is an orthodox yeshiva. We follow the Shulchan Aruch. Following the Shulchan Aruch means we keep Shabbos, we keep kosher, we keep all the mitzvahs. That is what we do, and we do it with pride. This yeshiva is built on, like I said, on Torah, on keeping the Shulchan Aruch. Now, everybody struggles with different things, and we love that. We love that because that's what life. I struggle. We all struggle. But the struggle that you struggle with has to be with the thought in mind that we keep the Shulchan Aruch. We keep the Shulchan Aruch. Shabbos is Shabbos. Shabbos is Shabbos. We wear yarmulkes. You know why we wear yarmulkes? Because Yare Malka. That's what we do. I don't like it. I do like it. Speak to your therapist about that. That's fine. Or speak to your Rebbe about that. I don't judge someone who wears a yarmulke who doesn't wear a yarmulke. I don't think someone who wears a yarmulke versus someone who doesn't wear a yarmulke. I don't say, oh, he's a good Jew and he's not a, bit, a good Jew. Chas v'shalom. I can't judge anybody. But I could say when you're in an orthodox yeshiva, when you're in a yeshiva, forget about orthodox, it's the same thing. I don't know if they have conservative or reform yeshivas. I hope they don't. But Baruch Hashem, we're in an orthodox religious yeshiva. You walk around with a yarmulke. There's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing, I'm not embarrassed of saying that. And again, I'm not judging a big yarmulke, a small yarmulke. He's from her. He's not from her. And again, whatever trauma you have with yarmulkes and religious articles and all that stuff, we love trauma. We love trauma. We love stuff. I got trauma. Who doesn't have trauma? It's the newest, every other word is trauma and trigger nowadays. We've got to start changing. It'll change. It'll change. It'll change the word another five years trauma trigger because it's going to be overkill already. But everyone's traumatized. Everybody's triggered. Everybody's everything. We're all in the same boat together. But to have a yeshiva, and a yeshiva represents a place, and we're not the type of yeshiva, we're not running after someone that he's on a bus or he's in Yerushalayim and say, oh, you got to be orthodox here. You got to be, we're not like that. This, this whole yeshiva is here to keep us safe, to keep us healthy, in Ruchnius, in Gashmius. He agrees. David Abram agrees. Yeah, yeah. He agrees. Yehuda, just that you know, Yehuda was here the first year of yeshiva. Yehuda Zikri was here the first year of yeshiva, and there were five caravans. And he's sitting here with his holy son, and he says, Rebbe, he told me by the bris, or before even, I can't wait to bring him into the yeshiva, into the base medrash. <laughs> and for those who get nervous, he's here in yeshiva for so long, he also makes a lot of money in yeshiva. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
everyone, now everyone's okay, right? He's not in Koilel, he's not in Kiryat Sefer, he lives in Yerushalayim, he's living in Yerushalayim, he drives a beautiful car, he's got a beautiful son, a beautiful family, and he's still here. It works, guys, it works. It works. And you could talk to him about, about real stuff, too. You could talk to him about real stuff, too. He's been there, done that. Um, I, I think I think I did. Uh, I think I think there are a few things, but I think I basically said it. Be the change. I don't mean to be so cliche. We brought it more to the world. I think this yeshiva has brought it more to be the change you can see in the world. But I can't say it enough. But don't say it as a cliche like trauma and trigger. Think what the words mean. Be the change. Be the change. I'm telling you guys, the biggest problem nowadays is that everyone's looking at everybody else. Don't look at anybody. I promise you. Like Yoshua Ali says, you're working it, don't look at anybody. Don't look at anybody. You can you can learn from people. We'll talk about that in different ways, how to learn from people. Do your thing. Do your thing. Kill it. Go have an amazing year. Like I said yesterday, don't hope to have a great year. Have a great year. Do what you got to do. Live the way you want to live. And the last thing, and I think I'm going to try and say this every time, is I'm requesting, I said this last, yesterday when I spoke about it, I'm requesting, and I will, I'm not giving in to this, I will keep on saying this. We need to have a campaign. We need to figure out a way to do something with phones. I will say this, Lee Nether, not because not I train myself to say it, but because I mean it. I'm done. The, the, the phones have, are destroying everybody. The phones are destroying everybody more than drugs, more than alcohol, more than everything. It messes your, with your head, and it messes with your heart. And all they want from you is money, money, money. And I'd love to talk it out with anybody. Actually, I wouldn't talk it out with anybody who disagrees because it's a waste of time. So anyone who disagrees, I, I'd rather not have a conversation with you about it. Because that means we're on different planets. And I'm interested in talking to people on the same planet because we'll get somewhere. The phones are, 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 have become abusive. Your phone abuses you. Look at it that way. You're trying to get out of your previous trauma? Well, you're in a current trauma. It's called your phone. It's called YouTube. It's called Netflix. It's called Twitter. It's called, tell me other ones. TikTok. TikTok. Snapchat. Snapchat. It's, that is abuse. You're going to therapy for your trauma. You're in the middle of trauma. What's the Aitza? I have no idea what the Aitza is. What's the advice? I'll tell you the advice. The advice is we got to get a Hebra together, and I'm willing to do, to do it. I'm going to keep on campaigning it. Till they'll come to me, whoever is the head of this Hebra, and we'll get together, and you'll say, okay, we have a sign-up of 10, 20 guys. Whether it means we got to buy new phones, it doesn't mean you can't have it for the weekends. It doesn't mean you can't have it at a certain time. It's your phone. You can do whatever you want with your, your, your life. I'm not, it's, not, it's not, oh, we have a rule in yeshiva, and I'll have a separate phone. Have six phones under your bed. What do I care? Right? Oh, I'm going to drink under my bed. What do you mean? I don't care. Go drink. I'll buy you. I'm being serious. I'll buy you alcohol. I, don't care. I mean that for real. I'll buy you alcohol. I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but whatever. <laughs> see you getting nervous, Rabbi But you know what I'm saying. Come on, for real. For real. So it's not about, oh, the phone. I do it. We're talking adults. We're talking. We're talking maturity. You came to this yeshiva because you want to change your life, 
And if you came to this yeshiva because you're not ready to change your life, and this might be hard for anyone to hear, I'm not sure if you're in in a place that's going to be good for you. If you need to chill, you came to the wrong place. If you need love, you came to the right place. If you need motivation, you came to the right place. If you need strength, you came to the right place. If you need to chill a few more years with your stuff, I'm not sure. I'm not saying it as a threat. I'm just trying to, to, to be clear about what this yeshiva is about. That's what this yeshiva is about. With pride. Hashem will help us all. We should all be zocha. Each and every one of us. And some. We have an incredible staff. Baruch Hashem, we have new, new, fresh staff. We have a lot of amazing things going on. Amazing things going on. And we're just getting started. We're only seven years old. You are, you're, we're, you're in second, this yeshiva is in second grade, believe it or not. We are in second, right? Eight-year-olds, eight not that you guys, I don't know, who knows? Something like that. Second or third grade, I love it. We're just getting started. That little David Avram is just getting started over here. He's just getting started. Hashem will help us all. It'll be a year, for all of us. We have to remember who has the shoifer for after, for after uh, Mincha, Menach, where's Menach? Rakani, where's Menachem? It's up there? Okay, great. You have to blow? Yeah, Menachem. Menachem. And whatever level you're on, I want to tell you something. Whether you're fourth year, fifth year, seventh year, third year, first year, it's all me. Me. We're all in the same boat, everybody. We're all in the same boat. We're all here to push and push. Everybody, everybody's got to push beyond their limits. I got to push beyond my limits. We all, we're all in this together. Hashem will help us. We should have a good yar. And as I said, we're just getting started, both in a global sense. And this year, there's only the first, second day. And I want to give a big yashakar. I just want to say, I was very impressed. Usually, when we start off this man, like we started off, we're not sure we started off. As you can see, a lot of the older guys didn't know when to start it off, right? But that's the way it's been. But I want to big, give a big yeshakayach for all of the chevra who came on time, who came yesterday. We started, we mamish had an amazing, we didn't even know it was going to be the first day. We had an amazing, we changed up the schedule a little bit to accommodate this reason. The, 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 uh, the way they translate it is, is uh, alacrity. I don't even know what alacrity means. But basically, it means to move fast, to get moving, to get on the road. So I really respect, I really respect, I really, really respect. You know what? I'm going to give a shout out. I don't know if it's true, but, but I'll ask him if it's true. I saw someone, I had to go to a hospital last night. Shmuley Shifrin, Baruch Hashem, Mazel I, Baruch Hashem, very special guy. On the way to the Hassan, I saw a guy from Yeshiva, I think in Yerushalayim, and I was like, great, I was, enjoy, Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, that's why Israel. And then when I was coming back by, by, for the Shir Night Seder, he was in the Shir. And I was like, as I was there, I was like, oh, I, 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 I wish he would be in the Shir when I was in Yerushalayim. But I said, I doubt he's going to be back. But he came back, and I was like, and then it was Minashayim, we listened to his song in the car. Am I right? Am I right what I'm talking about? We listened to the song in the car. Does that make sense? I got him. So, so I just want to say something. That happened. You didn't know that. I saw when we, 
how would you know that I saw you? You were on the, you were in by uh, the remote, the, the left, when we came off, you were at a bus stop at around seven-ish, something like that. Don't get nervous. I, I don't I don't usually know. We made a left, right? He's like, whoa, where did you see me? But Momo, I want to tell you something. I almost made that I made that left. I said, okay, great. You live here, you this. I, I had no not, nothing, nothing. I said, okay, I think he would enjoy on the way back when we listened to that Akiva song. So Nachi told me, oh, there's a great cover cover song that you did. And then this. I said, great. I didn't say that. I said, okay, great, awesome. Then I came here, I saw you, I said. I said, watch out, everybody. Watch out. Watch out. Let's go. Exactly. No more. No more Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Because when we have a guy like that in this base medrash, the first day he's going to Yerushalayim, coming back to learn, coming back that, then this year, this year, we're all, we all got a lot to do. And I'm excited. Hashem should help us. Thank you. Thank you. Hashem should help us all. We should be zoicha to an amazing year. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you.